The first reading for the Wednesday of Populus Zion is from the book of the prophet Malachi, the third chapter. Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. But who can endure the day of his coming, and who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire, and like launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi, and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then the offering of Judah and Jerusalem will be pleasant to the Lord, as in the days of old, as in former years. And I will come near you for judgment. I will be a swift witness against sorcerers, against adulterers, against perjurers, against those who exploit wage earners and widows and orphans, and against those who turn away an alien, because they do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet, before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the hearts of the children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the earth with a curse. O Lord, have mercy upon us. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Come thou long-expected Jesus, Born to set thy people free From our fears and sins release us Let us find our rest in thee Israel's strength and consolation Hope of all the earth thou art Dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king. Born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. 
by thine own eternal Spirit, rule on all our hearts alone. By thine all-sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist, but he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven, heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. This is the word of the Lord. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Let him recognize. Let him know. Let him repent. Let him live. Let him then, by the refining fire of God, offer a sacrifice of righteousness. The end times are here. The day of judgment comes. How do you know this? Because Elijah is here. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. History has passed, but that does not mean Elijah has passed. This great prophet is immortal in a way, he was assumed into the heavens. He was glorified in a body still breathing. He did not perish, but still living, was brought to the face of God. What a rare and distinct privilege this is for a man of God such as him. Would that each of you pray for the same to take place to you, that the Lord would come that you would see him and cry out with expectant joy, as did Elijah, and be taken to the wedding hall without ever tasting of the bitter cup of death. But there is more to Elijah's assumption than pleasure and privilege. He is immortal. He is undying. He is eternally proclaiming the coming of Christ through his mantle, left behind upon the earth and passed on. Now he comes again, not in reincarnate form nor in mysterious incarnation, but according to his mantle and his office, which is placed upon the final and the greatest of all the prophets. Truly, there is none born of women on earth who is greater than St. John the Baptizer, for he is Elijah, he is the greatest of the prophets, and he is the forerunner of the Christ. Nevertheless, he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Indeed, so much greater is this least of the kingdom that John confesses his unworthiness 
even to loose the thongs of his sandals. St. John may be the greatest born of women conceived by man, but Jesus is the greatest born of virgin and conceived by the Holy Spirit. He who has ears to hear, let him hear the imperatives of Elijah still present and undying. Repent, prepare, wait, be alert. Let him see the signs and know the Christ. Let him repent of his wicked ways and live. But what of the right sacrifice? This, too, comes to him with ears to hear the words of the forerunner and the words of the word made flesh. For God the Lord says, Gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. This sacrifice is not one made by the people, an act to garner the attention and favor of God. It is an act of God himself. It is his covenant made with his people, and it is his covenant into which the people have entered through the sacrifice of his Son. His blood becomes your blood. His flesh becomes your flesh. His righteousness becomes your righteousness. His offering becomes your offering when received by the open arms of faith. You are yourself a living sacrifice, therefore, covered in the ongoing and eternal sacrifice of Christ. You are yourself a sweet-smelling aroma to God who wishes for the forgiveness of your sins in Christ Jesus. The forerunner is the messenger of the covenant. He comes to proclaim the reality of the covenant. He comes to alert you to the consummation of the covenant. Whether you have lived in the past, do live in the present, or will live in the future, the words are always the same. The covenant is made. The debts are paid. All is fulfilled, and Christ comes. Does he come today, tomorrow, next week, next year? That is not given you to know. What you do know is that the messenger of the covenant, the forerunner of the gospel of flesh, has come and is preaching. That can only mean one thing. The Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. So pray with the Spirit and with the church. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.